0: Welcome to episode 127 of Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bozzi. Very glad you could join me. And in the middle of a series, though, I did have a little brief excursion to cover GDPR, uh, which was consuming everything uh, over the past couple weeks, that that new set of European regulations, uh, just getting my email marketing list. Uh, all compliant and helping my clients do the same. Uh, The deadline was Friday, uh, the 25th of May. Uh, And if you haven't done so yet, I would urge you to go back and listen to the last episode just to make sure that you're all nice and compliant. The fines are pretty hefty, so uh, it's worth looking at. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. I want to continue with my series about how to start a business, a case example. Uh, Last time that we talked about this, we we were talking about uh, making the fear disappear right you start your your business uh, from a standing start scared to death uh, over the course of this series we've been talking a lot about how to do that how to sort of extinguish that fear and that it you know it takes takes over a year or so it took me somewhere between 15 16 months a lot of people say it takes a year and a half uh, but where're you're no longer scared and what I want to focus on today uh, in today's episode is is how to get there. Now, to me, the answer to this is content. Now, of course, you won't be surprised to hear me say that, you know, being a content strategist, being a writer, uh, of course, I'm going to turn to what I know. But I want to treat this in a way that anyone can do this, even if you don't consider yourself a writer, because content is really, really important as an asset to your business. Everyone needs it whether it's your website, your blog, the way that you connect with people, emails that you send to prospects or to customers, social media, all this stuff is content. And what we want to do is from the outset in starting your business is get you off on the right foot here, right? So when people think of content marketing... They think of all those things, right? Blogging, social media, maybe some email or whatever. But the thing that I experience in clients or people who come to me as prospective clients is that they try it. And the most common result that I hear is that it doesn't work, right? It takes too long or put a lot of effort in and it wasn't worth it. Now, why is that? especially when you can see others out there succeeding with it, right? I see it every day in my own work and and in training clients to do this and my students. All right, there's two things. First of all, the nuances really matter. You have to get the nuances right. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast, to teach you those nuances. But the second thing, and this is really critical always, but especially up front, when your business is brand new is you need to get more than one use out of that content. And that's where content strategy comes in, which is a broader, more all encompassing thing uh, beyond just simple content marketing, which is to kind of get the word out and connect with people and draw them in right content strategy is all of your content working together. And the really important part, which is having each piece, do more than one job. Now, this is the foundational concept of what I call cornerstone content. And it's the topic of this episode. Now, look, it's going to take you a long time to build an audience using all this content, doing the, the things, all the things that you, that you need to with content marketing. It's going to take a long time, right? Organic growth is slow. Building an audience is slow. Building a following is slow. But let's get you efficient in the meantime, where you're using this content, not only for audience building, right, but also creating this set of assets that is your content. All right, let's get into it. When you're creating content as a part of your content strategy for your business, that content really has to count. You want to be creating this, yes, to connect with an audience, tell people what you do, but you want to be creating it as a business asset. That means as best you can, no ephemeral stuff, no sort of off the cuff, everything has to be according to a plan, okay? Your plan, you should lay it out in advance, what you're going to write about. All the things in a sequence, in a uh, structured fashion, in a way that you're going to teach your audience and provide some value to them. And you're going to do this with a genuine intent. One of the hallmarks of a content strategy and content marketing is sort of a subset of that is that you provide value to them without the expectation of a transaction or a return. You do it genuinely because you want to help. Now, this may sound counterintuitive, right, because a a lot of people who are reading your posts, watching your videos, listening to your podcast, whatever it is that you choose to do, a lot of those folks, and, and point of fact, most of them, the majority of them, are not going to become customers or clients. That's okay. All you need is a small percentage to work their way down the funnel as you build trust with them, and then earn enough of that trust so that you can ask for the sale. It's not going to happen with everyone. And yes, just like anything in marketing and sales, it's a numbers game. You need a lot of folks up at the top of the funnel uh, to get a small percentage to come down to to the very base of the funnel and actually become a customer. So you can do the math on that, right? Just work backwards. How many customers do I need? at that particular price point. How many folks are actually going to convert? Is it going to be 10% that, that get down to the base of the funnel? Is it going to be 3%, 4%, whatever? You can just multiply that out. That's how many folks that you need at the top of the funnel and set up a way to nurture those folks so that some of them, the right customers, become your paying customers. Here's the thing, though. When you're creating this content, you're just starting your business at the top of the funnel, there's a lot of folks who are just not going to be paying attention to you. So you're doing all of this content creation in whatever format you choose. And it feels like it's not getting you anywhere. The purpose is audience building, but it doesn't seem to be building an audience. Look, we're all there. From the very beginning, at the same spot where no one's listening and it feels like you're just putting stuff into the ether and crickets, right? But here's the thing with the content strategy, a better way to think of this is yes, you want to be building an audience, but also what you want to do is be building this content as a business asset. So you want to focus on what I call cornerstone content, right? So again, you're working towards a plan. You have a roster of things that you want to write about. Those are probably common customer questions, or things that you need to talk about about your business, right? Something you need to explain, a nuance, or something in the sector that's changing, something that's developing, uh, or a, a, you know maybe a consumer behavior shift, something that you know that maybe others don't know from your position as an expert. Share that, get that out there in very tightly plotted, uh, very direct, very narrow, very orthogonal pieces, right? So take a topic and get as narrow as you can on that and really dive into this. You want to highlight your expertise. This is the way that you think about it, and you want to show that. Because think about this. You're trying to build trust, and yes, maybe someone's not going to show up the first time that you publish the piece. But if you're thinking of it as evergreen, cornerstone content, you're going to have that piece to go to forever. right? You can remember it. So it's a website. It's a blog. You can update it if you need to. You can refresh the post. And this is going to do a couple of good things for you. One, you're going to have the content that you can use, as I said, as a business asset. But two, as you keep, putting people into that post and saying, here, here's the answer to that question, or here's this thing that is showing my expertise uh, in that sector. If you've done your research up front, you know the keywords that are important to people who are searching on the other end, that's called SEO or search engine optimization, that post, and thereby your site, and thereby you, will gain a lot more authority with Google. This right here is going to help you immensely. If you think of your content this way, when we look at search engine optimization, I always think of it as a human problem, a writing problem, not a tech problem, right? There are two people involved, right? One is someone who's searching for an answer to a question, and on the other end is you, a person who might be able to actually solve that issue, right? You wanna know for certain what those things that people are typing into search engines are. Really, really important. right? And then, once they get there, do you come through on that promise? right? The title of your post, of your podcast episode, your blog post, your video, whatever it is, it's making a promise uh, to that reader or viewer or listener. Do you come through on the promise? If you do, people are staying on your site. They're interacting with your content. They're maybe sharing it. But also, guess what? Google notices. This is incredibly, incredibly important. And I will tell you, the profile of every single one of my clients that I work with and my own website and everything as well is the following. As far as site inlets, people coming to a website, it's always search, then email a distant second, and then social. So search is amazingly, amazingly important. And of course, when you're first starting out, that's going to be sort of a distant goal because you know, you're know you not going to have authority until you build this up. But you've got to work towards that by building this really, really valuable content that is cornerstone content that you keep using, but also that when people hit that from search, they're finding some value out of it. They're sharing it. Google sees that people are interacting with it, staying on your site. This is gonna do good things for you. Here's what I'd recommend for you, because this is what works for me, is I tend to work in series. So for instance, in my podcast, which is called Marketing Without the Marketing, I often like to write in little six-part series, or I've done a few that are 16-part series, because it helps me structure where I'm headed with something. So for instance, I did a 16-part series All On is called the Social Media Strategy Series. And all of it is about making quick determinations. Is this social platform for me? So I did 16 different episodes, uh, one on Facebook pages, one on Twitter, one on Snapchat, one on Instagram, one on Facebook groups, et cetera, et cetera. And my goal there was just for all the people who kept asking me over and over, Michael, should I be on Snapchat? Should I be on Instagram? Like, you're an expert in this. Like, what you know, what's your what's your advice on this? And I'll have a way to just answer that. Well, here, I have an episode that's on Instagram or Snapchat or, you know, YouTube or whatever. So I have this as cornerstone content, but also just by conceiving this series, it helped me stay very structured, very focused. I knew what I was going to write about for over those that 16-part series, and then... I knew what every single step was. This week, I'm going to work on this one. This week, I'm going to work on the next one. it helps you stay in line and working towards a plan rather than just sort of, oh, I need to write about something this week. Let me just, you know, talk about something I've been thinking about. That's not a good strategy. You want to try to structure this. And I find that doing this in series really helps me. So yes, you want to be connecting with people. You want to be learning from them through your blog or your videos or your podcast or whatever you produce. All that's great, but it's going to take a while. Organic growth always does. So just set up your content and your mindset so that you know that you're building content as a business asset, something that you're going to go to over and over again that takes some of the pressure off of the audience building side of it. And you'll be building this renewable asset for your business that you're gonna use over and over again for years. This really does take the pressure off, especially in those early days, the early months, the early years of your business. And having a renewable asset, like this content that you're creating, the stuff that I create, I use every single day. And this type of thinking has allowed me to create my business and, you know, going from uh, this podcast uh, and a blog, uh, taking that material, uh, creating my course at Emerson College around this material, and then taking that material and then building it into an online course that I can sell called Create Biz. Now... I put links to everything in the show notes, uh, including the 16-part social media strategy series if you want to see all of this in action or if the series would just help you in general in selecting a social channel. Um, And, you know, I'll talk more about this whole concept of repurposing and building towards something later in this series in a segment called uh, productizing your knowledge. And I'll look forward to doing that with you, too. Now, I should also mention I do have a video version of this episode and all the episodes in this series as a part of an online course called How to Start a Business, a Case Example. Uh, you can find that at controlmousemedia.com slash courses, but I also left a link in the show notes for you. And the course has some accompanying worksheets and templates and checklists and other tools that come with it too, so that you can get started on your own content strategy. And since I mentioned CreateBiz, uh, this course, which is content marketing for creatives, has an entire lesson on cornerstone content and a whole unit on how to integrate this cornerstone content into the rest of your content strategy. And you can find that also at controlmousemedia.com courses. But I offer a 20% discount for subscribers of this podcast. And you can get the discount at controlmousemedia.com MWM for marketing without the marketing. Again, left a link in the show notes for you to make it nice and easy, but I hope you'll take me up on it uh, and learn more, do a deeper dive into this concept. All right, well, that'll about do it. Uh, look forward to continuing with you in this series. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of podcasting. Podcasts have been very good for me. There are a lot of great reasons for why to do one or why you shouldn't as well. Um, and I want to cover all of those issues to help you decide whether, you know, if it's something you've been thinking about, uh, or something you want to check off the list and say, Hey, look, that's not for me. I'll go through all the issues and that should be fun. So I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you as always for listening. I really appreciate it.